0: Good morning, good morning, and happy Sunday to all of our podcast listeners. We are back here this Sunday morning with another podcast for you. Uh, we hope and pray that everyone is doing well, everyone is in good spirits, and are prepared for our Sunday service on today. That's right. It's the second Sunday of the month, and we are in service at House of Deliverance Ministries Uh Located at three zero three nine Thoroughfare Road here in Goldsboro, North Carolina, and the service does begin at ten a.m. Uh, we hope to see your face in the place. Do not meet me there, but please, please beat me there. Uh, we had an amazing service uh, on the fourth Sunday of November, and we're looking forward to having an another another excuse me um, amazing service here on this Sunday. If you guys aren't busy, if you aren't uh, tied up, have no other obligations, we hope to see you in the house uh, and hope to praise the Lord with you. Uh, and uh, hopefully, it won't be your last time. Trust me, if you come once, you will want to come a second time. Uh, and uh, you will not leave the same as you came those are words that I can hold myself accountable to because I know it is true. Um, So we hope to see you on this morning. If you are able to come out and fellowship with us, uh, we would love to see your face in the place. Uh, We do want to continue to keep our podcast prayer list going forward. Uh, Definitely, definitely keep queen red Cheyenne red and the red family in your prayers as they continue uh, to, uh, Uh, go forward after the loss of uh, Queen Red's husband. Continue to keep them in prayer. I know that they would greatly appreciate you guys continuing to pray for them, that God will strengthen them, that he will comfort them, and uh, help them to uh, go forward in him. Also, uh, we would like for everyone to please, please, please keep our sister Nicole Reed in your prayers. Uh, We know uh, that God is a healer and we are trusting and believing that he is going to do what he always does, which is never fail. Uh, so continue to keep her in your prayers, that God will continue to give her strength, that he will continue to encourage her heart, uh, and that he will continue to be the great God that he has already been in her life. you uh, also want to, uh, Send a special shout out to our sister Crystal Harden, uh, who uh, again she completed her last treatment on last month. And we're expecting nothing but praise reports from this day forward. Um, but continue to pray for her that God will continue to give her strength and continue to do his perfect will in her life. Uh, we also want to continue to keep all of our children in your prayers, um, all of our schools. All of our teachers continue to pray for them That God will continue to keep them and cover them. Um, uh, We also want to pray for um, the families and the children who might not have uh, during this holiday season. Uh, We know that everyone is not fortunate enough to have to be able to buy gifts for children, presents. Um, We were all children at one point in time that this is one of the uh, highlighted points of the year where everyone expects to get a gift uh, but everyone might not be in position to uh, give someone a gift so pray for those families that God will make a way for them uh, even in this season that uh, they are able to receive something Um, I know I hear stories about people who they just don't have so Let's just continue to pray for everyone uh, during this holiday season. Um, Those who are going through this holiday season for the first time after losing a loved one. uh, We know that it might not be an easy holiday. So uh, definitely keep them in your prayers as well. But with all that being said, you guys, we are ready to jump into this podcast and get this Sunday jumping. So, you know what time it is. Sit back, relax, kick your feet up for as long as you can. I hope the church socks are on your feet. It is church sock feet kitchen sliding time. So I hope that you guys are ready to get it in with me on this morning. So let's get it. Oh, praise the Lord, everybody. I think it's time to have some good old country church. What y'all say?
1: We're living in a day and time where being politically correct is popular. Can we turn that around again? We're living in a day and time where everybody saying the name of God, but nobody wants to say the name Jesus. We don't want to offend the Muslims. We don't want to offend the Jews. We don't want to offend the Arabs. And so therefore, we crucify him of flesh. But I want you to know that there will come a time when every Muslim, with every Buddhist, with every Jew, will have to get down on their knees and have to confess that at the name of Jesus every knee shall die. so I want every blood washed believer to not wait until then and if you've ever gone through something you know right here Tell
2: them that there's something about, the something, else. something about the name something about the name Jesus something about the name something about the name Jesus it's the sweetest name yeah. It is the sweetest name, sweetest name I, know. I know And I love that name Oh, how I love the name Jesus Oh, how I love the name Jesus It is the sweetest name yeah. It is That's the else.
1: sweetest name just take a minute and explain to him what, really what you're really trying to say. What you really trying to say? Some people, some people
2: say I'm crazy, but
1: I can't explain. I can't explain the power, the power that I feel when you call His name. When I call Your name, I call your that's fire. That's fire. I said it's just like fire. Where's Red? Where's Shut it? up!
2: You might move! Holy Ghost! When the high, Holy Ghost gets to move, man, said he won't leave me alone. Quick, 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 Everybody, quick, something, something. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. something about the name, Jesus. Something about the name. Something about the name, Jesus. It's the sweetest name in the
3: year. It is the
2: Believe in me if you love that name. Oh how I love the name Jesus. Oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 Oh how I love
3: the name
2: Jesus. It's the sweetest name. Yeah. It is the how sweetest? sweetest it. How sweetest? Name. I want you to tell Detroit for a
1: minute how sweet. Sweeter than honey. Said it's sweeter than honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, from the honeycomb. Yes sir. Yes sir. Yes sir. When the Holy Ghost gets to moving, just won't leave me alone. Said He won't leave me alone. Oh no! Now tell every Muslim living Jew, at the name of at Jesus, the name of
2: Jesus, what's going to happen someday? Yeah. Every knee has got to bow. Oh, tell them don't wait. You don't have to wait till the fire comes. What can they do? You can clap your hands. Right and praise it right right now! Ah. Oh yeah! Hey, on, let yeah, me hear it! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Something about that
3: thing. It's
2: the sweetest name, It's the sweetest name. sweetest name I know. Everybody lift your hands and worship with it. And, and I'm Oh, oh, I love, oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 I know.
1: I know. I know. Everybody, let me hear you. Let me hear you. I know. If you've ever gone through something say midnight with our three-year-old had to take him to emergency room because he had walking pneumonia and see you know you take health for granted until it's your health just like we take food for granted until we run out of food up just like we take our spouses for granted until we're walking by the casket and all we can do is wish that we could do things different just like children take their parents for granted But I want to let you know, even when we take God for granted, what's so amazing about God is Paul says he does not treat us as our sins deserve. (laughs) So that means that even in my imperfections, God is still perfect with his grace and his mercy. That's why I don't want people getting comfortable with praising the Lord just when the Lord gives them something. See, you got to learn how to praise him because of who he is. Prince Rapp, Because, see, when you praise him for who he is, Prince, rap, you partner. don't have to wait till the trouble comes to learn how to praise him. I want every blood-washed believer uh-huh. that has fallen in love with Jesus. Mm. I'm not talking about you having a affair with Jesus, but I'm talking about you love him, you love him, you love him, not because of what he's done, but because of who he
3: is. Yes, sir.
1: Everybody, we're gonna sing this chorus together. And even if you can't sing, even if you don't know the words, you can give God an O. And that O can mean to you whatever that O needs to mean to you. Can we sing it right there? Can we sing that chorus right there? Everybody, every man,
3: everyone. Open in your spirit and spirit, tell me something. Uh. Shoot <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let me add to that reverend preacher man, Kurt Franklin. Love him, love him, love him.
4: Great praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's good to see you. It's good to be seen and not viewed. (laughs) Hallelujah. Anytime you wake up complaining, remember there is an alternative. So you just ought to be thankful with every ache and pain you wake up with. there is a way for ache and pain to go away quickly. And so you ought to just be thankful. I want to first of all thank all of you uh, for your prayers, for your cards, your emails, uh, your kind words. Uh, there is nothing like a praying congregation. And I want to thank all of you for your prayers during uh, this last bout and challenge uh, with my body. I thank God. Uh, a friend of mine, Pastor Charles Jenkins, who pastors in Chicago, called me yesterday because he knew I was coming back to the pulpit. And he said to me, he said, man, you have such an incredible congregation. And I said, what do you mean? He said, I don't know anybody who can be as sick as you've been out as many times as you've been. And the folk just stay right there. And uh, you are you are indeed a wonderful people. And I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Thank God for my father, our Pastor Emeritus, who's been preaching up a storm. Come on, let's celebrate him and thank God for his anointing, his energy, his power. Thank God for him. Thank God for our mother, Lady Estelle, this morning. We praise God for her. I thank God for my, my nurse, my wife, my girlfriend, my friend, first lady. We thank God for her on today. Take your Bibles and turn to the Gospel of John and the 13th chapter. John, the 13th chapter. To all of our graduates, we, I wasn't here last Sunday, but I salute you. Our baby girl graduated from high school, and in two weeks, she's going to Hampton. Yeah, Jesus help me be a fence all around me every day. John chapter 13, we're going to be preaching from this text, uh, both services this morning, a part one and a part two. Uh, But let's begin at verse one. Now, before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from the world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hand, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose up from the supper laid aside his garments, took a towel, and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he said to Simon Peter, came to Simon Peter, rather, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said, what I am doing, you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, if I don't wash your feet, You have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. I guess Peter said, I ain't going to play since you're going to talk that kind of talk. Jesus said to him, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore, he said, you are not all clean. So when he had washed all of their feet, taken his garments, he sat back down and he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. Amen. You may be seated in the very presence of our God. I, I this morning both services I'm doing a just a two-part piece called lessons from around the table lessons as we go to communion from around the the table this this first one if you want to put a subtitle on it uh, I, I, I would call this first one I'm in charge not you it'll make sense to you I'm in charge look at your name and tell him I'm in charge One of the most profound books I have read And I read it while I've been out for these last several weeks Is a book that I would recommend to anyone Co-authored by two persons by the name of Roy Oswald and Arland Jacobson The name of the book is The Emotional Intelligence of Jesus The Emotional Intelligence intelligence of Jesus comma relational smarts for religious leaders. The emotion I would encourage you to get that book not if not just if you're a religious leader but everybody because that book talks about emotional intelligence and one of the takeaway realities that I got from reading that book is that if there's one thing all of us need to have a clear understanding of It is our emotional self. Being keenly aware of your emotional intelligence and its power can sometimes be the difference between your success and your failure. Particularly when it comes to how you handle your emotions in interpersonal relationships. Did you know this this blew my mind when I read this? Did you know... That it is said that in the course of one day, we go through 456 emotions. That does not necessarily mean there's 456 types of emotions. I know some of y'all are trying to figure out what kind of emotions are those. That in the course of a day, we have 456 emotional swings in one day. So my question to you this morning is this what do you do with your emotions now for teaching purposes this morning let me give you a working definition uh, of emotional intelligence emotional intelligence is your ability to recognize and understand your emotions and your skill at using this awareness to manage yourself and the relationship you have with others now you know, if you need to buy the uh, now get the app because all these principles will be in the app uh, sometime today. So I'm, you know, I'm moving along. Emotional intelligence is on it's on the screen. It's it's understanding your emotions and knowing how to manage them in such a way that they don't manage you. Hmm. Emotional intelligence and. And understanding its power and effect is very important because new studies are confirming, watch, the importance of being present to and aware of your emotions at work. In fact, there is now concrete evidence demonstrating that interpersonal skills, how you relate to other people, are a greater predictor of success than anything else. Listen to me carefully. I'm going somewhere with this. How you handle your emotions when you relate to other people is a greater predictor of how successful you can be in life. It's more predictable than having technical and intellectual capacities. Uh, knowing how to control your emotions. In his book, uh, Renovation of the Heart, Dallas Willard, Gives us another perspective on this, though. He contends that, that to be successful, you can't just use your heart, but more importantly, you got to use your head. Uh, he, he says, and I quote, that, that we must not pit good thinking against strong faith. You, in other words, you, you don't exit your mind when you operate in faith. You operate in faith and use your mind at the same time. So, so that there should never be a battle for the supremacy of my decision making between what I feel and how I think. Mm. He, he goes on to say that godless success depends on thinking well. You, you have to be careful. Yeah, this is good. You have to be careful not to follow your heart while failing to use your head. Don't don't get so caught up and entangled in your emotions that you don't consider the weight of the decision you're making based on what you're feeling. See, one area where this is vital is in the area of relationships. Can I tell you why? Because our greatest emotions, our greatest pains, our greatest joys come from within the context of relationship. Baby, you feel some kind of weight when it deals with folk. Your greatest joy and your greatest pain comes from dealing with people every day. And I submit to you this morning that some of the pain you go through with people can be avoided if you use your mind and not just be led by your heart. Yeah, I'm going somewhere. Listen to me carefully. Emotional intelligence is Can impact relational intelligence Sometimes you act relationally dumb Because you followed your heart And didn't listen to your head See, when you allow your emotions To dictate your relationships This is good right here When when you, you know When you hook up with people Now I'm not just talking about boyfriend girlfriend But that too But just friendships When you connect with folks Because they make you feel something And, and, And you don't use your head In the midst of feeling something Don't miss this When you don't use your head You lose the value of the very thing God gave you to protect you Your mind Talk boy God gave you your mind To protect you from always walking in your feelings Y'all ain't saying nothing to me right through in here. Some of y'all can testify you got involved with somebody because they made you feel good. And about three or four months in, you wished you would have followed your head because there was a nagging something in the back of your head saying this ain't right, this ain't right. And when you don't listen to your head, you forfeit the very thing God gave you to protect you from making decisions in your emotions. Look at your neighbor and tell them, be smart, be smart, be smart. Now, 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 don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. It's not that you shouldn't use your emotions, you just can't always believe your emotions. Whoa, let me say that again. It's not that God wants you to be emotionless, but you just got to be smart enough not to always believe what your emotions tell you. Baby they'll have you acting one way today Come on talk to me And acting another way Come on talk to me now See see, when, when, when you are led Here it is When you are led by emotions This is so good You allow external stuff To become the authority of the movements of your life So because you feel like they hurt you You don't speak to them So because you don't feel like doing anything today, you stay lazy in the bed. So because you don't feel like going to work, you lie and you lose your integrity. Say you sick and you sitting at home. Y'all ain't talking to me. Whenever you allow stuff outside of you to determine how you act, that's when you are moved by your emotions. somebody say, where you going with all that? Here we find Jesus. At this final supper, the night before his death. And what we see from Jesus in this text is how to handle your emotions around people and in relationships. Okay, that was a little too clean. Here it is. Jesus in this text teaches us how to treat unlikable people. He teaches in this text how to treat folk that you don't like the way they act towards you. Yeah, it's going to be quiet. That's okay. My first Sunday back and y'all going to be quiet. That's okay. I, I want you to notice what Jesus does and what he does not do. I need you to keep your Bible open so you don't think I'm making this up. Jesus serves every one of the disciples. The Bible declares to us that after he had washed all of their feet, He served every last, we're talking next service about servanthood. He served every last one of them. He knows every person who is at that table. And everybody at that table has done something worthy of being called a betrayer. Because when he says, one of y'all going to betray me, each one of them said, Lord, is it I? Well, I only got to ask that if I know I got something I did that might make me guilty. If I know I haven't done anything, I ain't got no reason to say, did I do it? Everybody at this table, everybody at the table, he knows is going to run and hide from him. But there are two particular people whose despicable deeds are told in the text and he's aware of it Peter and Judas (laughs) He, he, he speaks to Peter knowing what Peter's gonna do and tells Peter if I don't wash you you can't have what I have he addresses Judas knowing Judas is the betrayer and tells him go down there and do what's in your heart to do, and do it quickly. Got three quick things. I'm going to run through them quick. Uh, that's going to help us handle the Peters and Judases in your life. Hey, hey, you ready for your first principle? No matter who they are hey, or what their motives are, you remain the same. Amen. Ain't going to get much help, heaven. No no matter who they are And no matter what their motives are Even when you know what they're up to You stay consistent in how you act Help me Jesus Jesus knew one was a denier And the other had motives to betray him Watch me now But neither one of them Could tell by their interaction with Jesus They knew by his interaction that he knew but they couldn't tell by his interaction how he felt. Hmm. Let me say that again. They knew he knew because he said he knew. <laughs> but they couldn't tell if he was feeling some kind of way about what they were about to do. Y'all ain't talking to me. He, he doesn't change his personality to accommodate Peter or acquiesce. To Judas good God he blessed his friends and he blessed his enemies he he doesn't sweat over what he knows Judas is about to do he doesn't get worried over what Peter is about to do he treats them like he treats everybody else around that table y'all ain't talking to me see when you are committed to Christ like character Folk that you know know you don't like them won't be able to tell that you know that what they are up to because when they see you you treat them like you treat everybody else because I'm not responsible for how you treat me but I am responsible for how I treat you I wish y'all would talk to me in here today Your your haters ought to be wondering what's wrong with you Because they know you know what they up to But you're smiling, you're hugging them You're telling them good morning You're treating them like you're treating everybody else Come on, look at your neighbor and tell them Don't ever let them see you sweat Yeah, yeah, speak to them Speak, make them crazy Because they know you know Because you told them you know, but they can't figure out if you know you know why you acting like they ain't up to nothing. Look look at Jesus. He he doesn't he doesn't beg Judas to change his mind because touching every time this is gonna be good to beg somebody to not do something is to give them power over you they don't deserve and let me tell you what I've discovered if somebody's bold enough to betray you then nothing you can do is gonna stop it I wish y'all would hear me in here this morning you just keep being yourself you just keep being who God as a matter of fact tell them what Jesus told Judas whatever you gonna do, do it quickly because the quicker you do it, the sooner God will fix it. Priest boy, go, whatever you going to do to me, go ahead and do it. Because the quicker you do it, the sooner God's going to turn it around. Whatever you going to do, go ahead and do it. Because the quicker you do it, the sooner God's going to make you my stepping stone. Remain the same. Don't let them see in your attitude that you know they're up to something. Here's, here's the second thing. And, and, the, and the last two are going to be quick, but the last two are predicated on the first one. Um, the reason you can remain the same, knowing that the people you chose are going to betray you. Hmm. I snuck that in. I told you all about a month ago, you always choose Judas. And here's how, here's how some of y'all going to stop getting gray hair and, and stop having to get a drink to go to sleep. And and, and here's how some of y'all going to stop cussing in your head when you see them. I'm, I'm, finna, give to I'm, I'm, I'm finna give it to you. I'm finna give it to you. Here's how you're going to start treating your enemies like they're your best friends. Here it is. Here's how you're going to remain the same because people don't control your destiny. That, that was too good for y'all not to shout. I know it's 8 o'clock. People don't, as a matter of fact, what Judas, I hope y'all don't tear this church up, what Judas shows me is that sometimes God will let people do to you what they want to do to you, but won't let them get the result they're looking for. Preach, boy. He will let them set the trap. He will let them tell the lie. He will let them fire you. He will let them betray you. And while they sitting back waiting to see you lose your mind, he ain't going to let them see that. He going to let them see you smiling. He's going to let them see you rejoicing. He's going to let them see you giving God glory. Do I have any witnesses in here? Do you know why some folk don't like you? Because after everything they did to you, you still acting like you got it together. With everything they did to you, you still acting like you on top. I want you to shake three people's hands and tell them God ain't going to let them see it. He's not going to let them see you quit. He's not going to let them see you walk away. He's not going to let them see you cry. He's not going to let them see you depressed. He's not going to let them see you discouraged. He's going to let them do what they did and then not let them see what they're looking for. Sam. You better hear what I'm telling you. People cannot control your destiny. Let them fire you. Let him walk out on you. Y'all, see, see, we as a people should have been shouting right there. We as a people ought to be able to testify right there because they did everything they could to mess up our destiny. From Jim Crow apartheid, they tried to revoke the voting right, they tried calling us out of our name, they tried canceling health care, they tried sitting us in the balcony, they tried to take our history out the textbook but look at where we are black president black congress people bank presidents college presidents because no matter what people do to you they cannot control your destiny I- I'm done I'm done some, uh, I need some business owner in here watch this right now Who can shout because you opened the business after you got fired. Good God. I I, I need some college graduate in here. Who can shout when you got the degree after the teacher told you you were dumb. God said I'll let them tell you whatever they want to do. But then I'll flip the script. Hey. all right, I'm done. Remain constant. No matter who they are. No matter what they do, stay constant. Stay constant because people don't determine your destiny. Um, And his last one and stay constant because people don't own your peace. Uh, Good God from Zion. Uh, Your peace of mind is not predicated on how people treat you come come closer let me tell you again your peace of mind has nothing to do with how people treat you what they do to you what they say I wish I had a witness in here yeah 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 yeah. Your, your peace is predicated on who the Lord has made you. Look at how that story starts off. It starts off by saying that before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world, watch this, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Watch verse 3. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given everything to him and that he had come from God, And was going to God. Jesus said, I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know what I got. And I know where I'm going. Y'all didn't hear. I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know what I have. And I know where I'm going. Y'all. I know who I am. Because I know whose I am. I know what I have. And I know where I'm going, y'all. I know who I am because of whose I am. I know what I got and I know where I'm going. So since I know all of that, it don't matter what you say about me. Let me tell you something. If the Lord has blessed you, even in spite of you, if the Lord has turned you, even in spite of you if the Lord has chosen you even in spite of you if the Lord has called you even in spite of you then there's nothing anybody does to you that can take the peace from you that you are who God says you are I wish I had a better witness in here they can mess with your stuff but they can't own your peace They can mess with your money, but your peace ain't in your money. Your peace is in your master. They can mess with your job, but your peace ain't in your job. It's in Jesus. The devil can mess with your body, but your peace ain't in your body. Your peace is in your blesser. Nothing or nobody has the power to take peace from you that the Lord gave you when he saved you. I wish I had a way. Let them suck their teeth. Let them roll their eyes. Let them talk under their breath. You just bless them anyhow. Let them plot, let them scheme. You just hold your peace. Cause I learned long time ago, if I hold my peace, the Lord will fight my battles. I'm, I'm done, y'all better get your own shout. I'm looking for a few of y'all in here today who can say, I got enemies on every side. I got folk on the job that don't like me. I got folk in the church that don't like me. I got folk in the neighborhood that can't stand me. I got problems on every side, but I wake up every day saying this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad because no matter what I'm going through I got peace no matter how rough it gets I got peace no matter what I got to face I've got peace no matter who I got to deal with I can say when peace like a river attendeth my way when sorrows like sea billows roll whatever my lot God has taught me to say it is
2: well Though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and shared it. And Lord, haste
4: the day when my fate shall be sight, the clouds be rolled back as a scroll, the trump shall resound, and the Lord shall descend, even so it is well with my soul, it is well, it is well, it is well with my soul,
2: hey!
4: Come on, look at somebody, tell them I got peace, and no matter what comes my way, what I'm dealing with come on y'all should be on me by now with with it as well come on y'all y'all not come to church looking like you don't want to be here you ought to have a peace You ought not have to be pumped and prodded to do stuff. You ought to have a peace. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds Thou hast taught me to say, it is well. In my soul. Come on, win peace like a river. Death my, my way when sorrow when, when sorrow verse though Satan should buffet though trials should come though say it doesn't matter what he does it doesn't matter what he throws at me Though try it doesn't matter what I'm going through I've got this blessed assurance this is what controls my attitude this is what controls my emotions and cry testimony with my soul I want everybody to stand I want everybody to stand Father right now forgive us for allowing people to control our actions forgive us for being led by our emotions give us such a peace And such a confidence in our destiny. That it doesn't matter who betrays us. It doesn't matter who denies us. It doesn't matter who walks away from us. The Bible says great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Take this one.
5: Our God. So if you truly love to praise Him, help us praise the magnificent name of Jesus the Christ.
0: you guys we made it to the end of another podcast we hope and pray that you all have enjoyed uh, what you've heard on today Uh, we thank you thank you thank you thank you for continuing to make this podcast an amazing success For you guys being amazing listeners being consistent and uh, being so supportive of what we have built here in the last two years Uh, I have received my reports from uh, Spotify, um, also Anchor, and uh, I've published those on social media and sent it out to all of the family and friends um, to let you guys see just how popular this podcast has been um, just in this past year. And it has definitely grown. Um, from the first day that it began, which was during the pandemic, when the churches were, uh, closed, uh, when the podcast started and, uh, what it's grown to what it's evolved to. And, uh, Hey, we don't know where it's going to go, but we are definitely thankful and grateful, uh, for what God has done for how he has blessed it and for how you guys have made it a great, great success. Uh, So we definitely want to send out a special shout out to all of our HOD podcast listeners, whether it's your first time, whether it's your uh, uh, you've been here from the beginning, whether you came in in the middle. We love you all and we appreciate you all. Um, And we thank you for taking out time from all of your busy, busy schedules to tune in each and every week. Um, So uh, hopefully we'll see you in the house this morning Um, hopefully your Sunday is blessed prayerfully uh, you receive a word from the Lord whether it was this word or whether uh, who knows it might be in passing with somebody that you randomly run across that you never met before but we pray that God uh, gives you exactly what you need on today and uh, we love you guys we appreciate you and we're praying for you And as always, we'll see you on the other side.